Hey, I'm Jesse. Let's have another devotional from 1 Peter chapter 3. We're in an apologetic series right now, and our small group curriculum is coming from 2 Corinthians 4, 5, and 6. Our devotions are coming from this portion of 1 Peter chapter 3, and then our sermon series is coming from various surveyed texts. So we're studying the Bible every time we hear a sermon, every time we gather in groups, and every time we have a devotion, but they all collectively fit the larger mission of this six-week series in apologetics, meaning you're giving a reason for the hope that you have. Yesterday's text came from verse 14, do not fear what they fear or be intimidated. This is a quote from Isaiah 8, 12. So 1 Peter 3 quoted Isaiah 8. Don't fear what they fear. We're not to be intimidated, Christian. But, verse 15, in your hearts regard Christ the Lord as holy, ready at any time to give a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. That's where this whole series title comes from. It's 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 15. In your hearts regard Christ the Lord as holy. Let's talk about that. Isn't this exactly how we were taught to pray? How does a prayer open? The Lord's prayer, the model prayer, we weren't really instructed to pray exactly that scripted prayer. We're told to pray in this way. Our Father, who's in heaven, hallowed be your name. This is how our prayer opens with exactly this exhortation from Peter to the persecuted Christians in Rome in 64, being systematically slaughtered by Nero, meeting underground in the, in the catacombs beneath the streets of Rome. His encouragement to them was don't fear what they fear and don't be intimidated. It is way easier for you and I to adhere to this counsel than it was for the original recipients. If they could withstand it, so can we. In your hearts, regard Christ the Lord as holy. So he refers to Jesus as Christ the Lord. There's deliberate wording here. What is Christ? This is the anointed one. This is the fulfillment of everything that was prophesied. Remember, Christ is not Jesus' last name. It's a title, a messianic title. To, to say that he is Jesus Christ, to say that he is Jesus, the anointed one. Everything that was prophesied in Ezekiel through Malachi is fulfilled in him. That one who was foreshadowed in the Garden of Eden is fulfilled in Jesus. That whom the law of Moses was built to establish the ministry upon the cross for is Jesus. He is the Christ. Christ the Lord. That means that he's, he's the boss in our hearts. How is it that we're saved? Romans 10, 9, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is what? Lord. This means that when we have sin in our hearts, we repent. In your heart, regard Christ, the Lord, as holy. Holy means set apart, sanctified, above all else. It's above everything else. It's more important than anything else. It's more important than your good social standing. It's more important than your online followership. It's more important than your professional trajectory. Regard Christ as holy, as above everything else. He's the fulfillment of prophecy. He's the Christ. He's the boss in your life. He's Lord. He is above everything else in the world to you. He's holy. Regard Christ the Lord as holy. And suddenly you don't care if you get fired for sharing the gospel during now you have the boldness that you need, not because you have fantastic self-control, but because you regard Christ the Lord as holy, you have the boldness to speak up. If you are like some Christians that I've met, suppressing your Christian faith and trying to go covert ops, 
and having your pictures removed from church events on Facebook when it shows up that you're at a baptism and you're celebrating. I've seen people ask, can you take my photo down? Because I don't want my coworkers to know I'm a Christian. You're not regarding Christ, the Lord, as holy. What are they going to do to you for, for doing good? What are they, how are they going to harm you? Consider that a blessing. You rejoice in that suffering. That is the definition of Christian persecution, albeit far lighter and easier to handle than the original recipients of this letter. He is Christ. He is the Lord of your life. He is holy and above everything else. And that includes your good reputation at your workplace. That includes your followership online. That includes your ability to have a good carpool without an awkward conversation. If these are what's at stake for you, count yourself more blessed than most Christians throughout the millennia, and especially more blessed than the Christians in Afghanistan and North Korea right now. He is the anointed one. He's the boss in your life. He's holy. He's above everything else. This is why we practice apologetics. Christ the Lord is holy. That trumps everything else in our lives. So go share a reason for the hope that you have in Christ, even if it's in a small way. Those small things add up over time. Are you ready? Go.